Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Everything Carter. Today, I just want to chat a little bit about some self-care. And it's not the regular wash your face, brush your teeth, massage yourself, daily affirmations, blah, 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 self-care. No, no, no. This one, this one's a little bit TMI. It's about your period. Okay, ladies and boys, if you're listening, I'm sorry. This may be helpful for you if you have a significant other, a girlfriend, whatever you want to call her, who might be going through that time of the month, okay? But I'm personally right now on my period. And let me tell you, sitting in my car and it's cold outside was not what I wanted to do on my period, y'all, but it's got to get done, right? So I figure why not talk to you guys about some of the things that I do, what I do to make sure that I'm okay and I'm not wanting to kill somebody, okay? Now... This is going to be some TMI talk, but it's fine, okay? It's everyday life. We either have a vagina or a penis, and we're either bleeding or we're watching someone bleed. So it's like, it is what it is, right? Now, just a little bit of history. I'm on the NuvaRing birth control, so that's like a vaginal insert. I don't take the pill every day. I have my ring in for like three weeks, and then I have a week break um, where I don't have one in. So my periods have become a lot more manageable in the last few years that I've been on this birth control. Um, The pill personally gave me, it just made me crazy, man. I was crying all the time. I was bleeding here and there. It was just not my jam, right? And so my my OB, she put me on the NuvaRing and I've been on it ever since. And I feel like the results are really worth it for me. I know when my period's going to come. The symptoms are the same every time. It doesn't last but maybe two, three days, and I feel like I can manage it. So we're not going to talk about how it used to be that much. We're going to talk about how it is right now. Right now, I will have some serious cramps, and then I'll have a really heavy day. So I'll have one light day where I know I'm going to start, and then typically one super heavy day. And now it might be one heavy day and a second heavy day, but most of the time it's one heavy day. And that day is the worst day of my life. (laughs) Like, so that day for me was yesterday. Now, it doesn't help that I am trying to control what I'm eating, exercise more, really get myself on a healthier path. And my period comes like (laughs) I started the week like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, this and this. I'm going to work out, you know, keep up the momentum from last week. Well, my period came and she was not having it. Okay, yesterday I didn't do diddly squat. I went on a walk, which is about the most I could do. And I couldn't even have the brain power to do my homework. Like when my period comes, I can't even focus. Okay. Like I cannot focus on my homework. I'm just drained. I have no energy. And for some reason, this month has really been a hard one, right? So like day before yesterday was my first day where I knew it was going to be coming. Um, I sometimes break out and sometimes I don't. I think it also depends on like my skincare and what I've been eating. Because I don't always have like breakouts. That's that's something that I don't have to deal with too much. Sometimes it happens, but sometimes not. So this month it didn't really happen. I didn't have that many breakouts. But I always will have like a day of fatigue and some cramping. And then I know it's coming, right? So then, and then, well, sometimes it just comes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I don't have any cramping. But, or it's like very, very mild cramping. So like day before yesterday, I had some cramping. I had some bleeding. And then yesterday, I just woke up. I had to take an ibuprofen. 
and I woke up and I was just in pain. Okay. And it's not like a stabby. It used to be like excruciating stabby pains, but now it's like body pain. It's just like the wrong move can just set off my body and my cramps come back. Like, I don't know. I just feel like my body's so sensitive. So yesterday was that day for me. Um, what I want to do is I want to tell you guys some of the things that I have that I will never go without again. So since yesterday was my heavy day, I was super, super, super fatigued. Okay. Like I didn't want to do anything. I made myself go on the walk with the dogs and Ian just because I felt like if I'm not gonna be able to do anything, no workouts, nothing like that, I'm going to at least go on the walk. Like I know they say exercise is the best way to manage your pain and to really get your blood flowing and stuff. But for me, if I try to do like a HIIT workout or even just some, you know, push-ups or squats or whatever, it just makes it worse for me. So I don't even try. I'm like one or two days is not going to throw me off my game too much. I'm not going to do it. Like back in Louisiana, I was going to the CrossFit gym And so on my period, I would have days where I'm lifting and every time it would just wipe me out for the rest of the day. Like I would do the workout and then I'd go home and shower and then I'd be out for the rest of the day. I couldn't function because I was just so exhausted and so fatigued. So what I've learned is I just need to sleep and lay down and not fight it. And this month, for some reason, I am a lot hungrier and more fatigued. Like yesterday and today, I do not understand. I had no energy, okay? I did do a walk, though. We did 3.8 miles with the dogs yesterday and today. And the reason I can push myself on the walk is because it's slow pace. And if I need a break, I can sit down and take a break. But I'm still getting some good exercise and just some like outdoor fresh air you know what I mean so I have been pushing myself to do the walk but that's about it I have been using this app to track what I'm eating just to kind of give me an idea and to really help me eat in a deficit so that I can lose some of this weight but I didn't track yesterday because the app was glitching out and they were doing some updates and then so I was like whatever I don't really care and then today I tracked and I did pretty good, but I'm still feeding my cravings. So that's what I want to talk about next is like, I get that we're all wanting to, you know, eat a certain way, live a certain lifestyle. But when our bodies are going through something, we need to listen to our bodies. Okay, it's like we can totally diet or eat in a deficit or not eat too many carbs or sugars or blah, blah, blah. But for women, if your body is bleeding One, you need iron. So you need to increase your iron intake during your period. Now, this is something I struggle with because I don't even know where the hell to get iron. Like, to be honest, I'm like, I I don't even know where to get iron. And then one time I tried to take an iron supplement and that made me bleed heavy, heavy. So I was like, not my jam. My gyno told me not to do that. She said... She told me a list of foods to eat and I honestly I've forgotten since then but that is something I want to incorporate more is a higher like more iron during my period because it's supposed to help with you know your blood loss and stuff because you're bleeding right so you know Um, but anyway aside from that I try my best to just eat right your body is bleeding you need food you need sustenance you need to feel good and it used to be where I didn't have that many cravings on my period I actually wouldn't eat some days like I would have my period and I would be in so much pain that I would just lay there and I'd eat maybe one meal and it'd be a very specific meal because certain things just made my stomach hurt I couldn't eat hot Cheetos I couldn't eat hot sauce and like stuff just made me feel so much worse but now it's at a point where I can pretty much eat anything on my period as long as that's what I'm craving so I've realized 
if I'm craving it, I need to eat it. Because if I'm not craving it and I eat it, for some reason, it makes my stomach hurt. I think that's more of a mental thing with me. But what I'm trying to get across to you is eat your cravings. Like, yes, we can diet. We can do all these things. But on the days of our period or when we're sick or, you know, when we're just down and out or maybe if you're recovering from something, eat what you're craving because your body knows what you need. Now, if you're craving sugar, try and eat a healthier alternative, right? Don't just load up on gummy worms and peach rings, right? Maybe eat a square of dark chocolate or eat some yogurt with some fruit and honey or, you know, you can eat healthier sweets, but definitely feed the sweets craving, okay? If you're craving salt, do the same thing. Eat some popcorn, some low-calorie popcorn, or eat some crackers, just maybe a few, or you know what I mean? Eat some chips and salsa. Eat something that's healthier, but it's going to feed your craving, you know what I mean? And eat in moderation. So something I was trying to do yesterday was to just feed my cravings. I was so hungry all day, but I was, y'all, I was eating, okay? I was eating. And today... I really wanted In-N-Out, so we got In-N-Out. And granted, my In-N-Out meal is like 670 calories total with the fries and the burger, so I don't feel too bad about that because I can eat a super healthy meal and get the same calories. And if you look at the ingredients that are in an In-N-Out burger, that's the same stuff you put on your burger at home. So it's really, to me, not a big deal. Um, but you have to pick your battles. I think that's where you have to pick your battles and figure out what you want to do. But um, for me, I... I don't mind. In-N-Out is something that I love and I'm never going to go on a diet where I can't have an In-N-Out burger or I can't have French fries or, you know what I mean? That's just not my jam. Um, but I do believe there's moderation. So instead of using three spread packets on my French fries now, I use one. And that's how I am able to just cut back in certain areas. And actually today I didn't use any spread on my French fries and they were pretty good that way. So you just have to modify, but I don't ever suggest cutting things out completely. I mean, obviously, if you're recommended to do something by a doctor or whatever, you need to listen to the doctor, but I'm just telling you what I do. On my periods, I feed my cravings. I just do. I also give my body what it needs. Like today, I wanted to do so much stuff. I wanted to record an episode for you guys earlier today. I wanted to do some of my schoolwork, but my body wanted to sleep. Okay, my body wanted to lay down and I just had no real brain function. Like I just could not focus on anything. All I needed was to just lay down. I've been sleepy all day. And the thing is, like our walks already wear me out because it's been getting hotter and the weather's just like it's grueling, you know? It's like yeah, we're going at a slow pace, but dang, it takes a little bit to get used to the sun, okay? But when I'm on my period, it's even worse. It's like I'm slowly draining. Imagine a battery just draining as it's walking, right? And so by the time we get back and then I have to shower and make my lunch, I'm just done. Like I'm tired, I'm exhausted, and I'm through. And today was one of those days. I actually just woke up like an hour ago because at dinner I was eating, oh my God, Ian made the best freaking tacos. But anyway, we were eating dinner and I was so tired at dinner. I'm eating with my eyes closed part of the time. Like I'm so tired. And so after dinner, I wanted a smoothie, so I waited like 20 minutes. I've been wanting a smoothie all day, and so I know it's because I want something sweet, right? Sweet and cold. That's what I've been wanting all day. So I did it. I made a smoothie. I wasn't super, super hungry, so I didn't put any protein in it. I didn't put a bunch of stuff in it. I just put some fun fruits. I put some spinach in there to get some greens, and then 
I had that. And then I laid there and I knew I had to do stuff. I knew I wanted to record. I knew I had schoolwork to do, but my body was just so tired. So I laid there. And then next thing you know, I'm out, y'all. I'm out like a light. I am out. And I woke up at 10 o'clock and I'm like, what happened? (laughs) Where did the day go? I asked Ian, did you feed the dog? Um, How's the cat doing? Like, I just, it was like my whole day was gone and I'm like, oh my God, it's 10 o'clock and I don't know what to do. And here I am sitting in the car at 11.20. I don't even know where this energy came from. And, you know, I'm also trying to do intermittent fasting. So I stopped eating after my smoothie, but I woke up and I really wanted a grapefruit. So I just ate it. And right now I want a bowl of ice cream with some chocolate chips. Yes, it's totally breaking my fast and I'm already, I shouldn't eat all the extra calories, but my I'm wanting sweets like I need something I'm hungry my stomach is growling I'm sleepy and it's like why do all these things against what my body is telling me right now my body is telling me I need to sleep and I want some sweets and it's okay if you get off of your regime for a couple of days. The body going through what we're going through, ladies, when we have a period is normal. It's natural. There's no need to fight it. We do the best we can to control it with all of these medications and just different things that we do to our body to help manage the pain. But you have to remember, there was a time when women did this stuff with no pain management, okay? They didn't have a regulated period. They didn't go to the doctor all the time to see what they could do to minimize this stuff. They just dealt with it. So for us to have all of the available resources to help us manage the pain, we should at least respect the fact that our body knows what it needs, okay? Our bodies are designed to function with a period. So if you are feeling lethargic, take a nap, okay? Do not keep pushing yourself if your body is telling you you need sleep. And if you are hungry, eat. Yeah, you might be breaking your meal plan or yeah, you might be eating when you should be fasting, but why does that matter? Okay? All of these things that we're trying to do when I when we talk about dieting or you know, being more aware of our intake and our exercise, all of that stuff we're trying to do to improve ourselves. But not listening to our body is only going to hinder that. If we don't listen to our bodies in all aspects of life, Our bodies are going to be pissed, okay? And they're not going to do what we need it to do. So listen to your body. If you are tired, sleep. If you are hungry, eat. If you are thirsty, down a bunch of water, okay? Don't say, like what I've been trying to do, if I get thirsty, I'll drink a ton of water. If I get hungry, I'll drink a ton of water. And after 10 minutes of drinking that water, if I'm still thirsty, I realize I'm hungry. And if I'm still thirsty after I've, or if I'm still hungry after I've drank all that water, I really need to eat. So what I've been doing to just increase my water intake is just drinking it anytime I have a craving for anything. Anytime I have a craving, I'm not ignoring the craving. I'm just postponing it. So if I have a craving for like salt, I will down a bunch of water and just see how I feel in 10 minutes. If I'm still craving salt, I'm hungry and I want something salty. And then I'll just drink a bunch of water while I have my salty food. And it's fine. But you have to listen to your body. So if you don't take away anything else from this episode today, take away to listen to your body. It is one body. We only get one. We have one skin, one body, one heart, one lung. We have to take care of it. And that doesn't mean dieting like psychopaths or working our body to the bone to lose weight. It means listening to our body, 
taking care of our mental health and just being okay with wherever we're at. And you guys, I know that sounds like some hocus pocus jumbo mumbo, but I am overweight. I am not where I want to be. I am not comfortable in my skin and that's a problem for me. But at the same time, I'm grateful to have that problem. I know that sounds so stupid, but especially with the coronavirus going on today and just all the craziness around the world and people who are in wheelchairs or people who have prosthetic limbs or people who maybe don't have limbs or, you know, there's just so many things that could be wrong with my body. And the one thing that's wrong is I'm overweight. It's like, yeah, that's a big deal for me. But at the end of the day, I still need to nourish my body, nourish my mind. And I can't punish myself for the social pressures I put on myself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have diabetes. I don't believe that I'm at risk for diabetes, or at least I wasn't the last time I went to the doctor. It's not like I have any health issues that are making me feel like I hate my body. I don't like how I look, and I don't like how I feel in clothes. That's what's making me not like my body. But at the same time, I have to remember to appreciate my body and appreciate the fact that I'm healthy. Okay, like, yes, I'm overweight, but I don't have any serious health issues, and and it could be worse, right? So... Even though you're not happy with your body, even though you're trying to do the best you can to change your body for whatever reason you're wanting to do that, when your period comes, that stuff has to go to the side because your period is a natural thing that's going to happen and you have to listen to your body and give it everything it needs so that you can keep functioning properly. It's fine to break your routine for three or four days, even five. It's not a big deal. You can get back on the bandwagon. But would you rather be comfortable and happy and full during your period or sad, depressed, and resentful? Okay. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And I think it's not that big of a deal, truthfully. And maybe I'm just telling myself that because I need to hear it. (laughs) But maybe you need to hear it too. Like it's really not that big of a deal. If you eat a little bit of extra sugar during your period, it's encouraged. Do it. Who cares? Live your life. Okay. Get back on your bandwagon in a couple of days. It isn't a big deal. Okay. So let's get off my little preachy vibe and let me actually give you all of the deets on what I do to manage my period. So like I said, I'm on the NuvaRing. So I typically know when I'm going to start and I also know how long it's going to last. That's pretty regular now as I've been on it for a while. So there are a few things that I do. I used to have a sock and I would fill it with rice and I'd put it in the microwave. That got annoying because I'd have to get up and re-microwave it and then I'd have to dump out the rice and then for some reason I'd have all these little baby rice particles in my bed because I've microwaved it too many times. That just wasn't a jam. Like that was too much work and it wasn't it wasn't for me. So what I did do is I went to Target and I bought a heating pad that you plug into the wall and it has a low, medium, and high setting. And so I plug it in behind my bed and I lay with it and it's flat and it's about, it's like a, almost like as big as a printer paper and it's this plasticky pad thingy that's covered with a velvety, like, I don't even know what the material is, but it's like a soft fabric. And then I just put it on my skin. And now here's the thing. They say not to lay on it. They say not to fold it. They say, um, don't bend it any, like in multiple ways, but I do all those things. I lay on it. I bend it. I sleep with it on. And it's they say it's a fire hazard. So don't do that, I guess. But I do it. So you don't have to follow me. But what I'm telling you is I do it. So I don't know. It's been fine. It also shuts off after two hours. So if I do fall asleep with it, it shuts off. Um, but I like that it's big and square because I can lay it on my back, like my lower back. And then I can 
like tuck a corner of it under my side and then pull the wire on the other side so it's pressed up against my back firmly if I don't want to lay on it because if you lay on it sometimes it gets too hot it's like it's kind of like ooh, wait a minute uh-uh, that's a little hot so I like to have it for my back and then I'll just like tuck it on like by my belly and I'll curl up into the fetal position and then it'll fold with me and it just radiates this heat and it feels so good and then sometimes I'll put it on my shoulders if I'm having pains it's just the best purchase I've ever done it's like 30 bucks and one you don't have to get up constantly to microwave your freaking rice pad okay I used to hate getting up like I'd be warm and cuddly and then I'd have to get up to re-microwave my rice sock if no one was home and it was like uh I don't want to do this anymore so the the electric heating pad is the best thing I have purchased for my period. It is one thing that I travel with. It's something that I always have in case I ever just have pain. Like also, if I just have pain, I'll take it out and I'll use it. But it is a lifesaver. Okay. It's got the switch right there. You just don't even have to move. You can just sleep with it. And sometimes I'll even just have it on under the blankets with me to like radiate heat because I get cold a lot. One thing for me being on my period, if I'm cold, it makes my cramps worse. So I like to stay warm. And even in the summertime, I would rather sweat and be warm than be cold because it just hurts more for some reason. I don't know why. Now, depending on your pain level, I don't know. Like this is just what I do. My pain level isn't as bad as it used to be. So I used to take Midol. I've taken Aleve. I've taken Ibuprofen. Um... The best time, actually, is when I had my wisdom teeth removed. I had started my period a few days later, and so I had hydrocodone that I was having to take for my teeth, but I also took it because I had my period. So I didn't take ibuprofen at the same time. I just took the normal dose of hydrocodone for my mouth, but it worked great because I was also on my period, so I didn't feel my cramps. So if you do have severe pain, I mean, you really should go to the doctor because you don't want to overload on pain pills. Like, I've known people who, when they're on their period, they'll take like four 200 milligram ibuprofens. Now that's 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. You're only supposed to take one. Okay. For the brand that I buy, it says to take one, but I know people who take two, three, four, and that is damaging your liver and it is dangerous. So if you're having serious, severe pain that is just uncontrollable and it just feels like it's so hard to manage you really need to go to a doctor if you are opposed to birth control they can give you pain management tips they can even probably write you a prescription for a low dose ibuprofen you just never know you need to go to the doctor if you're having serious serious pain okay this is for people with regular old pain nothing too crazy nothing too you know hindering okay i take ibuprofen i get the generic target brand ibuprofen And I take one. And I'm at fault too. I've always thought that the dosage was two. So I used to take two pills every time I took it. But I only took ibuprofen on my period. And then one day Ian told me, you're not supposed to be taking two. You're supposed to take one. So I've stopped taking two and I only take one. And it works just fine. Now you can take an additional one in the first hour. That's what my bottle says. So like today... I had woken up and I just was not feeling good. It was so painful. So I took one and then five minutes later, I was like, no, I need another one. So I took another one and then I went to bed. Now I find that my ibuprofen works best when I take it, drink a bunch of water and I lay down and go to sleep. If I lay down and go to sleep, one, I'm not feeling the pain. And then two, when I wake up, I'm just fine. So that's what I tend to do. I'll take the pill and then I'll go to bed. 
Now, if I wake up super early in the morning to pee, like at five o'clock in the morning or something, I will take my ibuprofen and then get back in bed so that when I get up to have my day, hopefully I don't feel so bad. Um, But again, depending on whatever bottle you have, you really need to follow the instructions on the back. Do not double up on your pain medications because your pain is really bad because it can hurt your liver and it can just cause serious damage. So just don't do that. If you're in serious, serious pain, go to the doctor, try some heating pads. A warm bath always helps me. Um, A hot shower actually is like the best thing on the planet. Well, it's kind of like it feels really good for the pain management, but for me, it makes me so sleepy. I could just pass out. So take a bath. That's what I would recommend is a bath. I feel like a hot bath with some Epsom salt is just like the best thing when you're on your period for the pain and just for like the relaxation. Um, So some of the brands that I've used have been ibuprofen, which I still use ibuprofen. Ibuprofen is an inflammatory pill. It's like anti-inflammatory is what I meant to say. Sorry. It's an anti-inflammatory, which is also like, I don't know how to explain it. It does a bunch of stuff. Okay. It's just good. And then I've also taken Aleve, which I like the liquid gels for the Aleve. I don't like the powdery pills because If it sits in your mouth for more than a second, like if you're trying to get your water bottle open, it starts to disintegrate and it's nasty as hell. So I like the Aleve liquid gel capsules. I also feel like they work better. I don't know why. I just feel like they work better. And Aleve, Aleve comes in there and kicks ass, okay? Like he's ready. He takes away all the pain. I like me some Aleve. But I feel like Aleve is like super potent and it's damaging my liver more. So I stay away from Aleve unless I'm in serious pain. Then I'll get some Aleve liquid gels. I've also used to do Midol. I liked the Midol Complete, but for some reason I felt like, I just felt like Midol didn't do much for me after a while. Like I almost feel like I built up an immunity to it. I don't know if that's a real medical thing, but that's just how I felt. Okay. So I stopped taking Midol and I just keep ibuprofen around. And I really think that because of my birth control, my pain management has been a lot easier. And so typically I can just take an ibuprofen and lay there with my heating pad. Now, let me tell you, I'm not taking my ibuprofen laying there in all hunky-dory. I'm in pain, but I'm not in excruciating pain, right? Like I'm just laying there. I typically will shake my body, shake my legs. I'm a nervous shaker anyway. So like when I'm stressed out, I shake my legs a lot and I like fidget with my feet. But when I'm in pain, I do it even more. So like I'm shaking, rocking in the bed and I tend to just like sway back and forth and just try to comfort myself. I find that the fetal position works the best for me or I'll get in like it's like this freaking yoga pose. Okay, so let me try and explain this. So like imagine if you're on your bed and so how do I explain this? Okay, so get on your bed. Right. And you're on your knees. And then it's like you're sitting on your ankles and then you bend your front down and stretch out your back. So it's like, I don't even know what that pose is called, but I basically am on my knees bent out. It's like, I really wish I could figure out what that pose is called, but I don't know. It's just, look up some poses online for um, cramp relief. It's one of those. It's just so comfortable. And then sometimes I do like this frog squat thing, but like laying down. Imagine if you did a big sumo squat, like for working out, but you were laying on your face type of thing. I don't know how to explain it. I just find that like some of those poses really help. And I also will just be in the fetal position most of the time. So for me, ibuprofen takes the edge off and then the heating pad really just helps me calm down and like it just it soothes me. Now, 
Another thing I highly suggest doing is increasing your fluid intake. So like I noticed that when I am drinking a lot more water, I feel so much better because I'm peeing and I'm going to the bathroom more frequently. I don't know if that's making it better. I have no idea if like walking to the bathroom just makes me feel a little bit better. But when I am so lethargic and tired, I get so dehydrated and I feel like I'm just like drained and I have no energy. But when I drink a bottle of water, I just feel like an instant boost and I feel a little bit better and I feel like my insides are working right. And it just I notice that it really helps me when I stay hydrated on my period. Okay, so if you're trying to drink more water, I get it can be hard. But if you normally don't drink a lot of water during the day, on your period is when you really need to focus on it, right? Like really, really focus on drinking more water on your period. Because I really believe that it helps. It just is making everything in your body work better. It's You're hydrated. You're, you're ready to go, okay? So I suggest drinking a lot more fluids. It doesn't just have to be water. It can be water. It can be tea, coffee. I really, um, I have a liter and a half of tea every day and then I have three liters of water every day. That is what I've been doing on a regular basis and I have not stopped during my period. Now, it can be hard if you're really just craving milk or juice or something like that. You really have to try hard to drink that water because water is just not the same as any other fluid. Like you can drink a bunch of soda. That's not going to do anything for your body. You can drink the same amount of water and it's going to do wonders for you. Okay, so water is where it's at drink your water. It will help you. Okay. So for me, I do a lot of fluids, the heating pad and ibuprofen. Something else I do is I shower with super hot water. Normally I shower with like normal hot water, but when I'm on my period, I do the best I can to slowly crank up the heat so that I can just stand there for like five minutes with it running down my stomach and on my back because it really soothes me and it just relaxes my body. Because what I find is on my period when I'm in pain, I get really tense. So then my shoulders are really sore and like my thighs are in pain. And I don't know why my thighs hurt so much, but they do. Like I think it's because I'm tensing up and so like I'm clenching my butt and my thighs. And so my thighs and my shoulders tend to really get achy during my period. So those extra five minutes of just pure hot water on my body in the shower feels really, really good. And it kind of just melts me into my bed when I'm ready to like lay down. And I know that this is not a realistic thing for everybody because some people have day jobs that they have to go to. But even during your day job, just try to take care of yourself. Like there is no shame. Okay. I've taken my heating pad to work before and it wasn't my electric one. It was my microwavable sock. I had to work in an apartment complex and I was a leasing consultant. I was on my period, y'all, and I was not having it. So on my lunch break, I went and got my rice sock. I put it in the microwave. I went and back inside at my desk with my rice sock on my belly. Okay. There is no shame in taking care of yourself no matter where you are. Because why keep yourself in pain to make other people comfortable? It's silly. Don't do it. If someone's uncomfortable that you have a period, they're dumb. Okay. They're dumb because... One, they're either a dumb woman who's like insecure about periods or they're a crazy man who has no idea what it's like to be on a period. So why are you concerned about what they think, right? Now, if you feel like it's unprofessional, just tell your boss or whoever it is, hey, I'm on my period today and I feel like I would be a lot better for the company and my function if I could just relieve my pain. So I'm going to put my heating pad on 
at my desk. It won't be visible, but I'm going to have it. And I'll frequently need to get up to warm it up. Or I'm going to have a cord plugged in under my desk. Whatever you need to do to just set the record straight and let them know it is what it is, is what you need to do. Because nobody in their right mind is really going to make fun of you. They shouldn't. Because it's necessary. Okay? And it's just... I just think there's a really bad stigma about periods. Like, I remember having to hide my tampons to go to the bathroom. Like, I just felt so weird having a tampon. But now I'm like, girl, it's normal. It's not a big deal. Like, why are you hiding your tampon? But I get it. You know, it can be uncomfortable to be on your period. But it is what it is, y'all. It comes once a month. So just embrace it, you know? Speaking of tampons, I just want to put this out there. I no longer use them. Now, I know that is not a reality for most women. A lot of women like tampons. A lot of women like um, a cup. Like, oh, what is it called? Um, it's like a, like a little cup that you insert. Um, a menstrual cup. There you go. That's the name, a menstrual cup. Some people like that. Some people still use traditional pads. I used to not like pads because I would bleed through when I would play sports and I would look. it would look like a diaper. It was uncomfortable. It just wasn't my thing. So I always wore um, Tampax Playtex sport tampons. No, wait, it's not Tampax Playtex. Those are two different brands. Playtex. Playtex sports tampons. It's the pink box with the green label. Um, I used to wear those and um, I just don't like them. And the reason I don't like them is one, I don't like sticking things in me. But also towards the end of my period, it just feels more painful to put one in. So I just stopped. I used to do this thing where, okay, this is really not going to be, this is going to be too much information for some of you, but it is what it is. I used to not wear a tampon to sleep sometimes because it was painful to insert. Like you guys have to realize when you're on your period, your cervical wall, I think it's what it's called, like changes. Like, so sometimes I don't even know how to explain this without it being weird. Like your vagina is basically going to be deeper or less deep like the inners of your vagina are in flux during your period I don't know all the medical terms but like stuff's happening down there okay so some days it felt normal to put a tampon in and I didn't it didn't bother me and then other days it really bothered me so I just stopped wearing them when I would go to bed because it would just hurt so then I'd wake up with like a bloody mess and it was just like this whole thing and so I was like what do I do and so I bought pads and I would wear a pad to sleep because I just didn't like putting on a tampon to go to bed Um, and then there was this whole time that I thought I had a tampon stuck in there and it wasn't, I was just being stupid. And, you know, I just was scared of like the toxic shock syndrome and I just didn't want to wear tampons anymore. I realized I don't like them. They're uncomfortable for me and I don't like sticking them in. It's just not my jam. And so I wear pads now and I wear hundred percent cotton pads from target. They're the rail, 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 Real. I don't know how to say it. I think it's real, but it's like R-A-E-L. I like it. It comes with a pack of like 16, 20 pads and it's like six bucks. I like them. Um, I like the sticky things like the wings are a nice shape. Um, anyway, that's so random. But if you wear pads, I like those pads. And I know that it can be weird and not everybody's jam to wear a pad. But for me, I just feel a lot better. Like there's nothing in there blocking me. I feel like my vagina is just doing its own thing. It's got free flow and it all falls on the pad. Yes, sometimes I have a super heavy night and I'll bleed through. And you know what? It's fine. I throw the sheets in the wash. I throw my undies in the wash. It's not a big deal. 
But you have to do what's comfortable for you. Some people don't like pads because it's not good for the environment, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? I don't want to stick a cup up in there, right? Like, I've heard that the menstrual cups can be pretty painful. I did a lot of research in it. I even bought one. And then it sat there for two months because I was scared to use it. So if the menstrual cup is your game, you do you, honey. If you like tampons, live it up. I'm a pad girl now. I like pads. And they're just comfy for some reason. I don't have anything like stuck up in me, right? I'm just walking around and I have a pad on and it's fine. And you change it and it's just easy and you you go. So um, that's what I do. Now, my siblings use tampons um, and that's probably, you know, that's, that's more conducive to their lifestyle. I think playing sports with a pad is a little iffy. I will be honest. They're like, I don't know that I'd be comfortable wearing a pad playing a sport, like a high intense sport. Um, I also don't wear a pad when I swim, obviously. So if I'm going to swim, I will wear a tampon. But other than that, I'm a strictly a pad person. I don't even own tampons. I think I have one tampon still in my car from when I had them, but that's about it. So that's what I do. Um, let me think here. What else do I need to tell y'all about the period lifestyle? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So here's the, here's the thing. I, so speaking of that pose, I was trying to remember the name of, I still can't remember the name of it, but in addition to that pose, I do some stretches. Now I don't do anything like crazy. I just lay on my back and then I stretch my legs out and I point my toes and then I lift my arms above my head on the ground and I stretch as far as I can and I just open up my body for like 20 seconds. And I do that a few times a day. You can do it in the bed. You can do it on the floor, whatever you want. And then sometimes I'll just like stand up straight and let my body fall forward onto the bed and just lay there like that. And there's a bunch of stretches you can get into on YouTube and it'll tell you all sorts of crazy stuff. But I just do the stuff that's easy that feels the best. Because um, I feel like when you stretch, it's like, relaxing your muscles and just like I don't know overall it's relaxing your body so I feel like when you're tense and stressed out your stomach area and your abdomen is going to be tensed and stressed out and your cramps are going to be worse so I just try to relax my body and sometimes it's hard because sometimes the pain is like it's just there to kill you so it's like this stretch is doing nothing for me and then sometimes the stretches the stretches really do work so it all just depends on the month to be honest but I do like those and I think they do work um so again just to recap let's recap the day here um for pain management I do stretches I will take hot baths or hot showers I take ibuprofen just the generic target brand ibuprofen and I use my heating pad those are my go-to's I love my heating pad okay if I didn't have my heating pad my period would be hell so I suggest you buy a heating pad. I'll link one in the show notes. I'll link the one that I have because I think Target still sells it. But you can get a regular generic heating pad from almost anywhere and they all work the same. Um, I've also had mine for about two and a half years and it's going strong. So I feel like it's really worth the price. It's just not that expensive for what you're getting. Um, I also do minimal exercise. If I'm feeling it one day, I'll do an exercise. But if I'm not, I'll just walk. Um, just because I feel like that's good enough, especially on my period and I feed my cravings. Okay. You guys, I eat what I want on my period. I try not to go crazy. Like I'm not going to eat a whole tub of ice cream, but if I want ice cream, I'm going to eat a cup, right? One, I can't eat a tub of ice cream anymore cause it'll kill me. 
But I can have a cup and not have too bad of a day the next day. If you didn't know, I'm lactose intolerant, so that's what I'm talking about. Um, I can still eat a cup of ice cream and be okay, but I just don't do it very often. And I be sure to minimize how much I'm eating just because it's just not good for me in another term. You know what I mean? So I feed my cravings and I drink a lot of fluids. Now, I know that it's hard to drink a lot of fluids if you usually don't, but try your best. If you're going to have a soda, have a water instead. If you're going to have coffee, have your coffee, have your drinks, have your smoothies, but make sure to limit how much sweetener you're putting in there if you're trying to cut back. Like I say feed your cravings, but just don't go overboard, right? Like pack the box, but don't overpack the box. That's what I'm saying. Like imagine your cravings as little boxes. Put enough in there to fill it, but don't put too much in there where you're regretting it and you're like, I just broke the box, right? So feed your cravings, but do it the best way you can. Okay, guys, and I know that this was kind of a random topic today, but I just felt like no one ever talks about this stuff. Like, it's normal. We all have a period if we're a a woman, right? So it's just normal. And I'm going through it right now, and I felt like now is the best time to talk about it. And I know... I know as we get older, it's like we've had our period for years now and it's like, oh, no big deal. But it is a big deal because our body is doing something. And if you're feeling lethargic, if you're feeling fatigued or you're just not in the zone to be doing anything or if you're super hungry for some reason or if you're not hungry at all, like you need to embrace this. Don't force yourself to eat if you're not hungry. Don't starve yourself if you are. Okay, guys, like it's just it's a normal part of our life and we have to share our tips and tricks so that we can just get through it okay because I don't know about you but sometimes my period is just not my friend so yeah anyway guys I know that this was not (laughs) I just feel so silly for like having to constantly say that it's too much information or like it's a weird topic and I don't want to apologize for talking about this topic today because I feel like these are just my tips and tricks and I want to share them and if it helps you then that's awesome but it's like we need to put it out there that it's normal okay it's so normal to have this conversation and so if you guys have any questions want to know some more tips and tricks or like the things that I like to um, like feed my cravings and stuff like that, reach out to me on Instagram. I will be more than happy to share anything. Like I really am so comfortable with this topic. So if you really have any questions, just reach out to me. I will link my Instagram below. It is everything Carter. And um, yeah, with that, I hope you guys are doing okay right now. And I hope if you're on your period, you're doing okay right now. Okay. So With that being said, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.